Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM three CR digital three CR dot org dot AU and during the week three CR on demand out of the pan with Sally first broadcasting noon till one Sunday afternoon thanks for your company three CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the original inhabitants and we pay respects to elders past present and emerging including our queer original inhabitants and acknowledge their great um, contributions to diversity and intersectionality on and around the lands. Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Lots of ways to get in touch with this program. Um, you can do it by emailing outofthepan855 at gmail.com. You can SMS 61456751215. Look for the posts on Facebook on my personal page and Out of the Pan 3CR 855A in Melbourne. And you can tweet at Sal God said so. And that's the bottom line. Um, still excited about World Wrestling Entertainment coming to Melbourne. Opened up today with The Who for lots of good reasons. Um, and, well, doubly good because the kids are all right. And one of the things that ensures that our kids who are all right to start with stay all right is the support of parents of trans and gender diverse young people. And it's an absolute delight to be joined in the studio by someone who does that a lot. She's... Um, probably the co-founder, would that be the word, of Transcend, Rebecca Robertson, or a.k.a. Beck Robertson. Beck, welcome to 3CR after Thanks, such Sally. a long time. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Good to have you with us. Um, you know, there's lots to talk about. I'd better start, in case people haven't heard of Transcend, perhaps how long has it been going, how did it start, and you know, what does it do now? Yeah, that Transcend sort of um, um, was founded in 2012. I actually founded it along with um, a, a fellow parent at the time. Mm -hmm. um, um, and uh, they're, they're still not um, out, um, so I, I can't reveal the name of that Fair person. Enough. But um, um, uh, we uh, were the first parents that each other had met and we're still really, really close friends mm. and um, um, we're really important to one another and we knew and understood very early on how important that initial connection was and yeah. what a difference it made in our lives. Um, it was like we were speaking shorthand to one another for for the first time. We didn't have to over-explain everything to one another. I love that. As, as we did with... Um, with um, people who were outside the experience, other family members or yep. so on. And um, the relief of that was incredible. And we'd actually been, for about a year already, um, our kids had been seeing the same um, doctor and we'd both been asking separately, 
is there another parent I can talk to? And eventually we were kind of hooked up on this blind date. (laughs) (laughs) And um, and, uh, we spoke over the phone and I think we talked for about two hours and um, had a big cry and had a long chat and had a big laugh and everything that you need on the journey as a parent, I think, or as a carer um, uh, to know that, Yes, we were doing the right thing because at that point in time, back in 2007, there, there wasn't even a gender service at the Royal mm. Children's Hospital. So to, so to understand that we're the very young, very young kids as we had at the time, seven years old, yeah. um, we were really going out there on a limb supporting our, our children. Um, so... Um, we had each other's backs mm-hmm. and from there we didn't really start it for a long time. Yeah. Um, we had we had other issues to overcome first and they mm-hmm. were, you know, looking after our children and making sure that they were all right. And once we got to that point, we felt we were in a good position. We knew more as well. We had yeah. more to say and more to share with people. And um, and that was when we um, decided the time was right to to set up a website, yeah, and um, and bring people in. And as that really bad eighties movie, <laughs> build it and they will come. Isn't that the line? Yes, <laughs> I can't even remember the name. It was a Kevin Costner movie, but that's that's what happened. We built it and and people came, and um, and so that was two thousand and twelve. Wow, and we provided peer support for other parents and carers um, whose kids were experiencing gender diversity. And um, we tried to... I think there were three questions, really, that most parents need the answer to when, yeah. when at the beginning of it. And one is, is it, is it right that I support my child? Is that okay, mm. you know? And so once you say yes, that's absolutely appropriate and the right thing to do they go okay all right well where do I go where do I go for help so that's the next thing they need to know and the third thing they always say is is there anyone else like us yep and transcend was all about connecting parents to those three things yeah and from then on I think really it's up to the family the young person to work out where they go from there. Absolutely, and it's not our role to tell them how to parent their kids or direct them in oh. any particular way. But yeah. we're just there, a soft place to fall, a nice place to chat, online, in person, wherever, on the end of the phone, whatever. Yeah, we'll. You're the battery cable to plug. You know, you're the battery to plug the cables into for a, for a re, for a bit of a recharge because yeah, it's a. You know, there, as you say, there. I think the parent, you know, parents deep down want to do the the right thing, but yeah. what does that look like? I yeah. think is the thing. It's a, yeah. it can be bewildering. It's a surprise. You know, still even in this day and age, we've got more awareness of trans, mm. but um, you know, there's still that. What do we do? Um, you know, there's misinformation out there. They just need to get mm. the right information mm. and mm. flesh out the the heart with the head, yeah. so to speak. But even if you're a a, a parent who is, you know semi across the issues yeah. and quite progressive it's st- it's difficult to know where to start yes. where do you start and so that's basically what trans transcend did was was to give people their starting place 
Yeah. And and you can go on from there. Yeah. And and uh, come back any time. <laughs> yeah, which is a good which is a good thing. And I suppose the thing is now, do you um, do you have a let's say a membership based or a Facebook page, you know Facebook group with followers? How many people are in you know say the group or the list or the whatever it is now? Oh, uh, we went. We've been through a couple of um, um, phases, I suppose, um, and we've got around about a hundred families attached to our group yeah. at the moment, in one way or another. So not necessarily in the Facebook group. Yeah. Um, some people just follow the the public Facebook group, and they get what they need from yeah. that. Like like everyone, yes. I, I, I'm not. A particularly clubby kind of a girl, which makes it ironic that I began one. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I, I know a lot of parents just like knowing that it's there and they can contact me if they need to. And I'll often just get phone calls from those people. They don't really want to be a part of a group. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and we've got um, about 3,000... 300 people following us on the the, the main um, Transcend Facebook page. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we, ju- we just try and do what we can. Yeah. And um, we don't want to rule the world. We just want to do what we can the best way we can. Yeah, and, you know, support. Be that sort of, as you say, the mattress, the soft place yeah. to fall on, just be there if people yeah. need to. Yeah. So well, it's a great introduction um, that we've now got the whole picture of Transcend, so we'll have a, another track and then find out, uh, well, really what um, what wanted me to get you in here in the first place because um, we've got work to continue and we need to find ways to continue it. So we'll have a chat about that in the next segment after we, well, keep them, some of the musical theme going um, on 3CR, 855 AM, 3cr.org.au, um, 3CR On Demand and 3CR Digital, Out of the Pan, uh, Sally with guest Beck from Transcend. Are you wondering how you can pledge your support for a 3CR program during Radiothon? Well, you can call us on 9419 8377 or visit our website 3cr.org.au. You can also come into the station at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy during office hours and pay by cash, cheque or FPOS. Or simply post your cheque or money order to Post Office Box 1277 Collingwood 3066. And be sure to tell us which program you would like your donation to go to. And thank you for being part of 3CR's Radiothon. a.k.a. DJ Spooky, straight out of New York City. I'm checking in with Australia on 855 on your AM dial. And remember, community radio is subscription-sponsored, and I think it's incredibly important to always remember that it's a different perspective. Check it. Community radio now and beyond. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital. 
3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting Sunday afternoon, noon to one, and I'm here with guest Beck Robertson. Prior to the messages, we heard, well, from Kids in the Kitchen. You could have kids in the kitchen, you could have kids in any room, you could have kids of all gender, any gender, um, or all, why not? We're, we're gender diverse on this station and this program, why the heck not? Um, and I got it wrong in my Facebook post, it says me madly trying to dub, multitask and amend. Of course, we have, um, although it's got to mention it, um, what on, what I wanted to get you on is Transcend does a lot of great work and it needs funds and part of that is happening next Sunday, but you can help in other ways too. Um, tell us about funds. Yes, so Transcend does a lot of fundraising for the Royal Children's Hospital Gender Service, which has been a, a lifeline for many of our children um, over the last few years. Mm. Um, when my family first rocked up to the Royal Children's Hospital, as I mentioned before, there actually wasn't a gender service yeah. there. There were only two doctors, I think, in Australia working with um, children, with minors, and they were both at the Royal Children's Hospital. So we were lucky enough to to um, be able to access their expertise and wisdom. And over time, um, uh, the gender service developed. And it was really when Michelle Telfer took over, mm. Associate Professor Michelle Telfer took over as the clinical lead there, that um, that was really um, um, driven forward. Um, she's an incredibly... Um, insightful powerhouse woman and um, um, does amazing work. So um, my child, having benefited um, so much from the work that they do, um, including the advocacy work that's been done around law reform and everything, Mm -hmm. we've worked very closely with them. Um, My daughter's Georgie Stone, so... um, uh, we've worked very closely with the Royal Children's Hospital across a number of different fronts, the, the law reform front, also advocating for the gender service there to be fully funded yep. so that um, they could go about doing their excellent work and, and getting more kids through the door to help yeah. them. Um, so our time at the RCH is coming to an end. Georgie's 18 now. Yeah, and, a few weeks ago. Yeah, and... Uh, so at the end of the year, she'll be she'll be moving on from the service. But we wanted to be able to give something back to the to the place that has given us so much, given Georgie a, a life that she's really excited to to move forward into. Yep. And uh, so, as part of Transcend, uh, we became a, a Royal Children's Hospital auxiliary, which is under the umbrella of the Royal Children's Hospital Foundation, which uh-huh. is their fundraising arm. Gotcha. And as such, we can um, um, uh, use some of their expertise and so on to, to, to conduct our fundraising efforts. Um, and it also means that we don't have to go through the palaver of becoming a not-for-profit ourselves, Yes, which is a huge, huge yes. undertaking. So the largely ex-accountant paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so next Sunday, the 1st of July, we're holding um, one of our first um, events. We've held raffles and other kind yep. of fundraisers. We've got an Everyday Hero fundraising page and so on. Um, and we do attract corporate um, um, donations and so on and so forth. So up till this point, 
altogether we've raised over about $50,000 for the gender service. Which is much needed. Yeah. It's much needed. It's much needed. Um, next week, our very first fundraiser yep. is a movie night and we are getting together to watch The Incredibles 2. And if you're a nerd like me, you have waited 14 years <laughs> for the sequel to this movie. I know, my kids and I have been waiting a long time and we thought we couldn't actually think of a better holiday movie because it's during the school That's holidays right, that would appeal to a, a really wide cross-section of people um, to come along and um, uh, support the RCH gender service. I, I always say the best fundraiser you could ever do is, you know, to sit and watch a movie in the dark. <laughs> that's so cool. Um, but uh, that's what we're doing. And as part of the ticket price, you get a small drink and a small popcorn and then there's a, a donation included in that ticket price. But we're sold out. Oh. I know. I know, but it's so exciting. Yeah. It's so exciting. And um, But if you want to make a donation, um, you can go to the Transcend website, www.transcendsupport.com.au, yeah. and there's a donate button, mm -hmm. and that goes straight to the Royal Children's Hospital Gender Service. So Transcend, we never raise money for ourselves. Yep. Um, we only raise money for the RCH Gender Service. So any donation or anything on that page that you see is absolutely for the Gender Service and it goes directly there. Yeah, look, much needed because, of course, it was only two or three years ago that the waiting list blew out to, what was it, 14 months from Yeah, it memory. was incredible. And now yeah. we've had you know a catch-up boost of funding and then yeah. more and yeah. hopefully now things are on a... Um, or even keel, so to speak, because of hiring more staff. And also, um, well, that's one thing. But the other thing, of course, I, something, I suppose, an ex-accountants never die. Well, I must admit, when we finally got last 30th of November, got stage two out of the family court, um, all the clinicians must have, may be able to save time on paperwork and be able to serve clients, so to speak. And now in my, earlier this year, stage three out of the family court. Yes. Um, trans children or people or you know and families are treated equally to other families in yes. this area hooray it's, it's incredible i can tell you that um when we knew that re-kelvin which was the stage two decision was coming down the following day yeah um i i called michelle telfer i said what are you doing tomorrow <laughs> yeah what are you doing i i can't wait on my own yep um I'm going to uh, – Georgie and I are just going to come over to the hospital mm. and we're just going to hang out there and you can tell us what happens. And um, and then another family close to us um, uh, who were in the Four Corners Being yeah. Me program, oh, yes. Isabel and the McNamara family, they happened to have um, appointments there that day. So they came along <laughs> <laughs> And then we all we all met together in in uh, in uh, one of the rooms in the in the foundation, and the news came in, and so many people have worked so hard yep. for that to happen. It sucked the air out of my lungs. I I could hardly breathe. I was crying and not breathing, mm. and I'll, I'll never forget that feeling. 
because as the weeks went by as well, I could feel this weight just lifting off my shoulders that I'd been carrying for so long. Yeah. And um, it, it, it felt incredible. It felt so alien and so different. And having come through last year and the year before where it was mm. all about the marriage equality mm. um, situation and there was so much negativity directed towards trans kids um, and trans people especially. Mm. And I did not want to stop um, campaigning for law reform through that time yeah. and I didn't think we should need to. Exactly. Um, and for the case to go as it did, it was just, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. And I uh, I was thinking about it this morning, Sally, and reflecting upon what if it had been a different decision coming out of that year mm. for us. And I think I would have been absolutely devastated, devastated yeah. if, if the full court had decided differently. So wonderful making progress despite the challenges and um and i think that's just what we do isn't it pretty much yeah Yeah. no look wanted to say that you know i've only just been able to say 2016 and 2017 they were just such horrible years for trans people and families Mm. and you know the broader rainbow communities Mm. Mm. and you know the thing that you know, as we, it's hard to even want to talk about it, but mm. 2016 when we had the attack on safe schools mm. and it was so awful and just the whole world seemed to go crazy. You know, we had Brexit and Trump elected. Yes. All that sort of stuff. The thing that, you know, was the shining beacon 2016, and I say this very warmly, I'm not grazing to you because you're the mm. guest, was seeing being me. And the, th- the thing that stuck, stuck with me afterwards the next morning, you know, trans community, a buzz on social mm. media and someone said, Wow, Georgie, as she was then, she's 16, she's young, intelligent, articulate, she could be a leader in anything. And it's like, oh, my God, isn't that what we've been striving yeah. for? Yeah. It really kept a lot of people, you know, trans people, trans and gender diverse people of all ages with a spark of hope. And it does, you know. And, you know, last year we had the fantastic Evie McDonald in first day mm. and we were probably a bit drowned you know, weighed down by the survey, as you said. Yeah. And it struck me, oh, my God, we just had a trans person play a trans character. I know, and she was so good. Oh, heck yes. She was so good. And and this this is the wonderful thing about supporting young trans and gender diverse people is that they get to fulfil their potential. Yeah. And they get to just be fabulous and add something wonderful to the world. Without that support, we don't see that. And you've got to be really, really, really strong to get past that if you don't have that support. Yeah. And um, this is what I think is so powerful and so meaningful and so important is that we are able to support our children in every part of their lives that they experience, at their school, with their medical needs, in their family. Most important of all, most important of all is their family. And if you can do that, 
we don't know what young person is going to have the secret to some amazing thing that humanity needs to know to survive. We don't want to kill that off. We need all our good minds. We need all our imagination and all our heart. And it's it's criminal to crush that. And that's what I'm about. And that's why Evie's so important and why Georgie's so important and why Isabel's so important and all these young people who have got the support and therefore the ability to tell their story and share it and shine a light for somebody else and then it will just be a snowball from there. Well, you, I think I've just got a quote out of the program. Thank you. Um, and it's important, yeah, for, for young people, because as you say, rather than the criminality of pushing people down, it's the heaven-sent likeness of building people up. But the thing I say time and again is what, you know, some of us middle and senior-age trans chooks in pans sort of go, oh, my gosh, look at that. We didn't. We, we didn't go through everything in vain. Now we're seeing progress. And so you're, you're doing more than boosting young trans people. You know, I say that loud and clear. You're boosting trans people of all ages. And, you 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 know, we list the range of people there, you know, that you just mentioned. And Navoz is in and, you know, he's still relatively young. And it's in, and Danny Weber, so yeah. awesome to see. And, I, to, you know, to me... It's still a happy. It's still a, what I call a good surprise. Mm. Ten years ago, there was virtually no trans and gender diverse people out under twenty five, no. let alone someone no. like Evie. Or a few weeks ago, I um, had Cara in, um, mm. whose um, child has transitioned way before ten. And I just mm. think, wow. <laughs> it's oh, cool. ten years ago, it was unthinkable. Yeah, it was absolutely unthinkable to to even consider allowing your child to. To, to be out in, in this way, and that's how far we've come. But I have to say, we, we wouldn't have got there without you, Sally. We wouldn't have got there without you and your generation who have... It, it would have been impossible. So thank you. Well, thank you. Oh, look, it's a pleasure. And, well, for me, I, I'm going to give a bit of a plug after the show today. I'm off to... Um, the 60th of a dear friend, Kayleen White, who co-founded, who was an early tran- convener of Transgender Victoria. And I wouldn't be here without her. Mm. <laughs> so we kept each other going. We kept the, the you know, the, the batteries charging, so to speak. And now I think the, the vehicle's revving pretty well. Mm. You know, a long way to go, mm. as we know. But, you know, we're seeing the things. We're seeing the family court progress. And, of course, mm. this week, um, two amazing things. We didn't just play The Who. For a, I didn't just dig that out out of random, out of the CD drawer at home. Um, the Who, um, the World Health Organization, taking huge steps to depathologize its listings of trans and make them just a part of health and human variation. And also, closer perhaps to your heart, um, was the children's guidelines released here in Australia the day before. It's been a big week. It's been a massive week. Um, the the WHO decision and the ICD-2, amazing. Yeah. that That's amazing. I'm not sure if people really understand how profoundly mm. important that is. Um, and uh, <laughs> mm. when I told Georgie, she went, oh, that's great. That's fantastic. <laughs> As if to go... Thanks for, you know, the nod to the rest of the world that I'm not mentally ill. I think I've been quite, <laughs> I've, I've been quite, you know, fine 
all my life. But yes, good. Other people now recognise that. Um, and with the um, uh, the Royal Children's Hospital putting together their uh, their new paper, it was actually brought out last year. It's um, but it was in the um, medical journal of ah. Australia for the first time. So um, the um, Standards of care were released actually just before re-Kelvin last year, yeah. and um, um, which was an important step. Um, but great that the Medical Journal of Australia have, have printed them out for everyone to see yeah. because it's really, really important that the medical profession absolutely, absolutely get exposure to um, um, what's in those standard, uh, standards of care because, as we know, there is... There is a um, it, there's a very uneven sort of response to people yes. presenting to doctors um, with gender um, um, uh, needs. Yeah. So um, it's a it's a wonderful world leading paper yeah. on how to respond to gender diversity appropriately. And this is this is another reason why we need to fundraise and look after the Royal Children's Hospital in Melbourne because they're not only changing the lives of Victorian families yes. and a lot of Tasmanian families come over too. Absolutely. Um, but they're changing the game for everyone in this country and everyone around the world. This is the most progressive standards of care for young people in the world at the moment. Ooh. And... Again, I don't think people really understand the significance of of this and um, how far they've gone with affirmative care is is just wonderful yeah. and completely appropriate, totally appropriate. Yep, I think I've got some. I've got a plane flight tomorrow. That there's some reading to do. Um, <laughs> you know, look, it is sensational, and that it is affirming and positive, and just saying hey, this is the approach we need. It's not a treatment or no. anything like that. Just, hey, this will help a person achieve optimal physical and psychological health. It's sensational. Yeah. And I suppose for me, I, the thing that struck me on the WHO, the WHO one, this is for, for, you know, for gays. Gays and lesbians, 1973, where homosexuality was removed from the psychologist listing, the DSM Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, this is going to go down as the equivalent. Mm. And sure, the DSM isn't reviewed up for review for a while but it's going to make it a heck of a lot easier when it comes around next time to get a better listing yes and we can keep improving and i do want to acknowledge though that um, there's work to be done for our intersex cousins um on a lot of stuff but you know the thing is it does flow through and this i think is going to be megasaurus week so um Mm. Once again, if people want to get in touch with Transcend, what are all the means of communication to do it? Things you like can reach us. Yeah, website is www.transcendsupport.com.au. You can reach me through the public Transcend Facebook page, through Instagram or Twitter. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Fantastic. Well, um Beck, thanks for coming in. It's just it's it's such a thing now to have groups like Transcend and um, parents of gender diverse children and biased as I may be trans family. Yeah. We need all of them. Um, as you say, it's still this sort of 
oh, it's, this is a bit of out of left field sort of thing mm. for parents, but, you know, just some people to be that battery cable, the soft mattress, that, yep. and then they can bounce off the soft mattress and stand yep. up again. Uh, it's fantastic to see. And um, I've got to say all the best to Georgie and Harry for Year 12. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> that's, a, that's a palaver. But, you know, they're going all right. School holidays next week. They yep. can sleep in every day and Yay. and uh, and try and recuperate. But two kids through VCE, Sally, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, how's the red wine going? <laughs> well, I, sadly or not, I don't drink red wine. Um, but uh, no, I've started going to the gym. Isn't that very that's adult very of me? I've started going to the gym and that's actually much <laughs> It's a better, healthier stress yes, relief, yeah. yes. Mm. Tracy advocating um, health for people of all genders and all ages. <laughs> Vic, thanks for coming in. An absolute delight. Um, keep rocking. Um, thanks, Sal. Keep um, celebrating the wonderful parents out there and the wonderful trans and gender diverse children. And, yeah, thanks for coming in on a, uh, um, well, a chilly Sunday. It's warmed my day up completely. <laughs> Thanks, Sal. Great to be here. Beck Robertson on 3CR Out of the Pan on 855 AM, 85, um, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the Pan with Sally and here's Roachford. In 2016, 3CR published a book to celebrate the station's 40th birthday. Years in the making, Radical Radio, celebrating 40 years of 3CR, is a visually stunning account of the people and ideas that make up this dynamic station. At 300 pages, the book includes hundreds of images and over 50 features on programs, people, music and technology from across the decades. You can get your copy of 3CR's book for $49.50 at the station during business hours at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy. Or online at 3cr.org au forward slash shop. Get a piece of your own history. 3CR's Radical Radio is available now. Three CR Radical Radio, that's us. Um on Out of the Pan, 855 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3CR.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. And thank you to the Wadical Wadical people who supported the Out of the Pan Radiothon um, um, campaign. Once again, got the target, um, but there's still money to raise for the whole station. And so get in before um, 11.59pm next Saturday and get a tax deduction for this year, all that sort of thing, said the largely ex-accountant who's still traumatised or something like that. Um, Hop on to 3CR's website at um, 3cr.org.au and hit the donate button, particularly look after Queering the Air. I don't think last um, call had hit their target. Um, So, yes, supporting support our queer radio, but... um, um, check out any of the programs you like. So awesome to see. Well, um, had two tracks um, prior to the messages there, um, keeping up the children's theme. We had this generation, and then we had a bit of an intergenerational learning one. Teach your children well, and you can teach your parents well. So important that we have groups like Transcend. Got a message during the week. Uh, Melina was listening on podcast and found a YouTube, a vlog, as, as it's called. I'm feeling all 2017 or something for knowing about that, um, called This Is Why I'm Transgender um, by AJ Clementine. Now, this is an interesting thing. Um, uh, Melina's asked 
the thoughts about on the dark side of being a trans individual, look, I think that, you know, it's a fair question to ask. I, you know, we try to put, you know, I'm a liberal and I try to do balance on this show. And, you know, we try to talk about the positives of groups like Transcend and the breakthroughs of The Who, which I want to talk about in a second. But um, we um, also want to talk about the negatives and also just again to acknowledge um, the performers on the show, um, Roachford This Generation and Grasby Grills Nudge and Plum. No, Crosby Stills Nash and Young. That's a degeneration joke from way back who did teach your children. Yeah, look, there are challenges and... You know, I think we have to acknowledge that and hold space for it and hold space for each other and hold space within ourselves for the parts of ourselves. And that can be challenging um, to do. And so it was a good, it's something that I think we need to talk about. I haven't had a chance quite yet to watch the video, but um, yes, I have a week off this week, but there is a out of the pan in the can for next week. I've got some um, addresses from Health Indifference for everyone to have a listen to. Um, so it'll be a new show. Just um, I probably won't be on email at the time um, and that sort of thing. Anyway, but please um, email and etc. cetera in. Um, yeah, we have to talk about these difficult bits. And it's something I've struggled to come to terms with a bit or had to work through. You know, yes, we need to boost our community and um, be there. But we, as I say, we have to hold space. And this week has been one of those weeks whereby to wit. Um was on Thursday night, the fabulous Queer Space Peeps um, um, launched the It's More Complex Than Yes video. 20 people speaking up about, um, you know, what the problems were within the queer community for the Yes campaign. Yes, um, we know that we the whole postal survey came about because of the right wing and the no campaign, but we didn't stick together that well. And as someone who's in the video... When I first saw the, the sneak preview and the sneaks didn't like it on Monday afternoon, it was like, wow, heart, I was split down the middle. You know, first thought was great that there's 20 people speaking up. I feel less isolated and more connected and more supported. But 20 people, a whole range of people, we're talking cis and trans and gender diverse, we're talking Anglo-Saxon and people of colour, we're talking original inhabitants and otherwise we're talking people of all abilities where so many people felt left out, <coughs> and that's a real problem. And so, you know, we do need to teach teach each other well. As the saying goes, um, those who do not um, learn the mistakes of history are doomed to repeat them. And I'm worried that we may be repeating some of the mistakes of history, and I'm going to um, give a mention to something here. My, I had a really good May 17th International Day Against Homo by Transphobia this year, Till I got home and saw an email from the campaign group Just Equal asking which issue or issues should we prioritise next. Now, I could have answered that in two words, or three or four words, bloody all of them. This is where we got it wrong during the postal survey. We left some people behind, we swept some people under the rug, and it seems the advertising agency took control of things. Uh, look, I don't want to stereotype any occupation or individual on this show, but I'll say when the bad end of advertising and marketing, marketing people care about one thing, getting the sale. People, ethics and details often, I'd better say, get lost. Um, when I say get lost, I don't mean get lost. I mean they get left behind or left out and ignored completely. I could say get lost. Anyway, problem we've got is that 
a campaign that was supposed to be about the LGBTI community that erased trans people, that didn't stand up for bi people, that left the misconceptions about intersex people in there. That's not a good campaign. I'm, I want my money back sort of thing. And we can't do that ever, ever, ever again. And it worries me when we I hear people talk about prioritising. I'm no. And it was really good um, last night on the panel at Solidarity Salon put on by Radical Women and um, uh, Freedom Socialist Party how everyone was on to intersectionality, not just within rainbow communities, but across the whole community. And we talked about how Stonewall at the time intersected with the movements for people of colour and for women's movements, and we need to get that back. Somewhere along the line we went off track. I think it's this assimilationism that grew in through the 80s and you know, that sort of thing, which was really nothing to do with rights. You know, sorry, it's not a human right to have the right to download dance remixes. And we need a, a lot more than that. And what would help, the thing that this video did, I didn't realise, and I think a lot of people didn't realise, we're still carrying around some heavy emotion from the second half of last year. I do have to say, though, that watching it difficult as it was, having the discussion has begun to help me shift it. And so, well, what do I do with that energy? How do I channel it into something positive? And it's got to be, for me, that we learn from the mistakes and we consult and we listen and we stick to win agreed solutions from now on and we don't leave anyone behind. And so I'll say it again, if you think someone, this show's leaving someone behind, if you think there's a voice I'm not covering, the, this microphone's open. We fought for our mic last week. Well, it's here for another year. It's here for you. If you're anyone who's part of the Rainbow community, come on in um, and your voice is welcome, particularly if you are someone who you don't feel is represented well enough. So um, that's what it's here for. Um, but if there's no one else coming in, I'll be the one um, talking about these things. It's sort of interestingly where this show started um, 13 and a half years ago was that trans people really weren't getting a voice at all and we're still not enough um, you know, if people don't consult with us, if people don't, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, listen, you know, if they can consult and then pretend to listen and actually don't, that's where we've still got problems because the bottom line is that if that's trans or bi or anything else, it means people aren't treating trans and bi as equal. And so this mic is here for the grassroots voices to, um, you know, lift up those voices and create equality, but also make sure that we call out where faux equalities, I like sometimes call it, or animal farm equality. All queers are equal, but some are more equal than others. No, got to get rid of that and make sure it is all truly equal. Very quickly, things coming up in the next week. The Shed is on this afternoon for trans men down at Carlton. Um, the Polyvic Social um, in Clifton Hill by discussion group at Carlton on Tuesday night. That's Sunday, Sunday and Tuesday, respectively. Bent TV rolling on. And as I say, next week, um, I'll, the show will be brought to you by the magic of radio. Um, but it's a new show, and I'll be back live in two weeks' time. Take it out today where we started, celebrating once again, and I think the ramifications of the WHO decision, the World Health Organization, will be great. And everyone, in terms of gender, will find it easy to know who are you. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch ya next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.